Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Fruppier, back in the saddle on another magical, mindful Monday morning. Friends, today, Torch Report 240, putting politics into perspective. We will be exploring the connection between money, power, and control in our nation's capital. And as a matter of fact, friends, as you are listening to this, I happen to be in our nation's capital, attending a uh, congressional forum put on by the Freedom Caucus to discuss how we the people can have our voices actually represented and respected within the halls of power, the halls of Congress, all the stuff going on there. So there's a lot going on. I'm excited to be here. Uh, we'll be reporting live from on the ground, uh, some good inside scoops from members of the Patriot Club and all that jazz. But for today, friends, let's just get right down to the facts here because the facts are funny. Being here in Washington, D.C., you know, it's a, you know, Washington, D.C. is our nation's capital, is it not? You know, that is a simple, irrefutable fact, right? Nobody's going to argue with that. Uh, now, according to the most recent census in 2021, the District of Columbia had a population of approximately 670,000 people, making it the 23rd largest city in the country, just slightly smaller than Seattle and slightly larger than Portland, Oregon. Uh, nice little screenshot there in the article. Friends, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, iTunes, etc., just remember to go check out the torchreport.com where you get all the goodies. Now, looking at the picture, picture seeing where uh, DC is at there in the in the scheme of things as the city is concerned one might think in theory that the capital of our nation might uh, you know this population of 670,000 people might generally reflect a cross section of american politics meaning that there there are roughly as many republicans and democrats living in the dc area uh, to kind of reflect the the nation at large right we might expect that the the elections within the district of columbia would at least loosely correlate to the outcome of national elections you know falling somewhere in the ballpark of a 50-50 split you know you might think that it would only make sense right but in reality, friends, based on how the district votes, nothing could be further from the truth. The truth is the facts say, indicate, the data tells us that over 90% of the people living in our nation's capital are Democrats. Now, that is a fascinating fact, is it not? Now, honestly, I find it a little bit disturbing. I look at this, I'm going, what? You got to be kidding me, you know? 92% of the people living in Washington, D.C. voted for Joe Biden. He's the best that the left has to offer. Is that, I mean, it's it's intellectually insulting. Uh, maybe it's something in the water. I'm not real sure. Uh, but here's another fun fact. Five out of the top 10 Wealthiest counties in the country are in the D.C. metro area. Put differently, 50% of the wealthiest counties in the country are in the neighborhood of the nation's capital. A little chart there, you know, and I just have to say, look at it. You know, you Luden County, Falls Church, Fairfax County, Howard County, Arlington, Calvert, Stafford, Montgomery County. You know, these are all in and around the D.C. metro area. And those are the richest, you know, the average household income, you know, six figure incomes in all these counties on the average, you know, uh, what do you make of it? How do you make sense of that? You know, this information, this data, you know, these data are, are completely unbiased. 
right? I mean, they're, they're not controversial. They're readily available for the whole world to see. These are just the cold, hard facts. And they don't really mean anything. You know, we have to we have to make sense of it. We have to interpret it, you know. But of course, and unfortunately, most people will never know this particular set of facts because who the hell would ever take the time to look it all up and make sense of all those nifty, you know, make all those nifty little arrows to help connect the dots, right? You know, regardless, uh, facts are funny things. You know, they help us put things into perspective. And that's what I'm working on here, building a perspective on our the, the state of politics in our, in our country, you know. Uh, Facts help us make sense of our current set of circumstances, but the facts themselves are neutral. Facts can be disturbing. Facts can be inspiring, powerful, or completely irrelevant, depending on our interpretation, depending on the circumstance. And generally speaking, the more facts we have, the more informed and well-rounded our perspective becomes contingent, of course, upon the quality of the facts at hand, friends, which is why I strive to present to you the very best hand-selected facts that are relevant to the situation here. The truth you can trust here, the Torch Report, friends, not because I'm asking you to take my word for it, but because I present the information, the primary resources that you can click and look at the facts for yourself to create your own informed perspective. So the question I have for you is what can we extract from these particular facts? Now, let's summarize it like this. Washington, D.C. has a smaller population than 48 out of 50 states. And yet it is home to five out of 10 of the wealthiest counties in the entire country. Put it differently, you know, Washington, D.C., over 50% of the wealthiest counties in our country are right in the D.C. area and it has a small, tiny population. How is that possible? You know, it would appear that politics, plain politics, pays off. I mean, come on, who knew? You know, but it gets even better. You know, what do you make of the fact that Washington, D.C. is where our elected representatives gather to conduct national business? And yet Washington, D.C., this district disproportionately votes for Democrats. Ninety percent of the people in Washington, D.C., where our elected representatives gather to conduct business are, in fact, Democrats. You know, why is that? I'm <laughs> am I missing something here? You know, one interpretation of this information is that voting Democrat means voting to consolidate money, power, and control. After all, this data shows that a disproportionate amount of our nation's money, power, and control is held in the Washington, D.C. That's what it shows us, right? So obviously, there's a correlation there. I mean, obviously, there are other wealthy areas, but consider this. Of the top 20 wealthiest counties in the country, there are only four if you expand beyond Washington, D.C. and look at the top 20 in the, in the whole, you know, look at that list up there in the picture in the article. I went through every single one of those counties to look, and there are only four of those counties that very narrowly voted for Donald Trump in the last presidential election, which means that the majority of wealthy counties voted overwhelmingly for, for Joe Biden. Now, contrast that fact with the fact that Donald Trump absolutely stomped Joe Biden in the vast majority of counties all across the country. If, you, uh, if you're if you not familiar with the dynamics that played out in the 2020 election uh, episode, Torch Report 134, how they are rewriting history in real time really gets into the propaganda of it all and the reality that uh, that Joe Biden <laughs> only won 509 counties out of the 
3,143 or so. Donald Trump won 2,547 counties across the country. So Donald Trump won more than 83% of the counties. And when I think of counties, I think of communities all across the country. So that happened. That actually happened. That's what the data shows. That's a lot of facts, Jack, in the 2020 election. So now contrasting that with the fact that of the top 20th wealthiest counties in the country, there were only four of the wealthiest ones that voted for Trump. And you would think, oh, the Republicans, oh, those evil capitalists, you know, they got all this money and corporate greed. And yet all of the big blue cities, all of the wealthiest counties were all Democrat. Why is that? And to me, the correlation seems clear, right? If you vote Democrat, then you're going to get more money. <laughs> you can suckle on the hind tit of the big gov, you know? Uncle Sam is your friend. He's more than a friend. You know, more money means more power. More power means more control. Voting Democrat means more money, more power, and more control. Thus, by extension, all you need to consolidate more money, power, and control are more Democrat voters. And of course, in all of human history, there has never, ever been a shortage of useful idiots. There is a sucker born every second, as they say. Now, of course, there's, you know, there's two sides of every story. And of course, all of the educated idiots in the world who mistakenly self-identify themselves as progressives and intellectuals when they can't actually tell their ass from a hole in the ground would tell you that all of this money is only used for making things better. That all of this power is only for helping the people out, man. And that all of this control is only for the greater good. Those fools who believe that, who mistakenly identify as intellectuals, they fail to grasp that money, power, and control are both the seeds and the fruits of political corruption. Now, that's a profound statement, friends. Them's the facts. From the perspective of an ignorant peasant like yours truly, it appears that political corruption alone accounts for the suspicious concentration of money, power, and control in our nation's capital. And it, what's true here, friends, is also true at the global scale, but we're just taking a close look at what's here, uh, how these dynamics play out in our nation's capital and all the way down to the state capital and at the local level. It's a human – it's a dynamic of human nature. So I think it would be wise. It would behoove us to ask a simple question. Why are there so many Democrats? In Washington, D.C. Why are there so many Democrat voters in particular in Washington, D.C.? When the vast majority of the nation is comprised of constitutional conservatives, why are there so many damn Democrats in Washington, D.C.? It's an honest question. And I think that there is one simple, unflattering, speculative explanation, friends, and that is manipulation. Dun, dun, da, manipulation. You know, it happens. Just the same in the big cities from coast to coast. When you get a large enough group of people together, there are bound to be enough useful idiots who can be suckered into sacrificing their freedom for the illusion of safety. Enough useful idiots who are willing to exchange their dignity and their personal rights, their self-sovereignty for a sense of security and some free handouts. You know, that's the, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make here. That's the problem. The, the this, these people, those who are uh, so keen to voting for Democrats in every election because everybody gets to vote and every vote counts, whether it's legitimate or not, you know, when, 
we have big groups of people being, you know, herded into a little tight corral. They're being manipulated. These people are being skillfully and intentionally manipulated by slick politicians who just so happen to be deploying uh, AI, sentinel surveillance, algorithmic social interventions, etc. We've been talking about this at large. Now, these people are convinced that they are the victims. They're the victims of a capitalist society. They're the victims of the racist, extremist Republicans. They're the victims of the MAGA movement, you know. But, you know, they are simultaneously, excuse me, simultaneously being convinced, not just that they're victims, but they had the right to other people's money. They have a right to free education, to free health care, to free everything, because for crying out loud, everything is free when it comes from the government, Right. Wrong, because where does this government get its money from? We, the people, extracting it from the people in the form of paying more taxes. That's the facts, Jack. So these people are convinced that they're victims. They have the right to other people's money. This is, you know, everybody has to pay their fair share and all of that kind of stuff. They are convinced that the government is both the provider and the protector of everything good in life. And unfortunately, you know, these plebes are persuaded to buy into the progressive agenda because it's like selling candy to a baby. You know, hey, kid, you want some candy? You know, hey, voter, if you vote for me, I'm going to give you free everything for cradle to grave. You know, if you endorse the Democrat Party, you'll never have to worry another day in your life, you know. And so what happens is these people who are, in fact, being victimized, they're being manipulated by these, you know, the corrupt political class. These folks who vote Democrat, <laughs> not just in Washington, D.C., but in big blue cities all across the country, even though the vast majority of the country is constitutional-loving conservatives, the, these big population centers vote for the Democrat Party, and in doing so, they vote for increasing degrees of political corruption, completely unaware that what they're voting for is, in fact, the death of the American dream. They are voting for global governance. They are voting for the Commies who are taking over the world. <laughs> no, they're voting for the global cabal to institute the global socialist surveillance state. That's what they're voting for. They just don't realize that because, again, they're not that smart. <laughs> They've been deceived, and it's easy to be deceived. So, friends, again, you know, going to keep this short and sweet today. Having the opportunity to participate in a conversation with people who are truly passionate about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, about protecting and preserving the blessings of freedom, not just now, but for future generations. This is important, and it is all hands on deck. It is everyone everywhere engaging in the conversation, having these conversations, pointing out the fact that, what the heck, you know, how come all the wealthiest counties are right there in Washington, D.C.? How come over 90% of the people in our nation's capital vote for Democrat? That just doesn't make sense, you know? There's a lot going on. Uh, this is this is this is what we're up against, and you know, all things considered, it is in fact an exciting time to be alive because we do have the opportunity to make history, to have a positive impact that will ripple around the globe as we, the people of humanity, wake up and say, "Piss off to the commies who are taking over the world." <laughs> so, if you want to help 
turn things around, friends. If you want to help people wake up, then share these facts with your friends. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor of taking the time to find that little heart. Click the heart. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Don't forget that you can support this publication by joining the Patriot Club and getting behind-the-scenes access, exclusive footage from the nation's capital, from your own favorite ignorant peasant for as little as $7 a month. Friends, it would mean a lot. The greatest honor of all is if you would share this podcast with someone, just one person. Better yet, share it with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this magical, mindful Monday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah.